0: Hey, friends, welcome back to the Called to Lead podcast. So, I'm so excited to be back after taking some intentional time to rest from content creation and really all the mental expectations that we tend to put on ourselves. If you are a work from home mama like me around the holiday season and coming off of a season of grief, I really felt like it was time to really focus every bit of the energy that I had left into looking to the Lord to guide me as I knew I was headed into a big new year and a big season of something that I felt like he was stirring on my heart that was was new and amazing, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. So today's episode is all about setting intentional, purpose-filled and a big vision goal for your 2024. Or if you're listening to this at any point in the year, it could be for a certain season or a certain quarter in your business. The whole point of today's episode is to give you the freedom, if you will, to realize that there's not a wrong or right way to set goals as long as you're looking to the Lord for the source of those ideas and the plans and the desires of your heart. And you're seeking after him all year long in the way that you run after them. And so I'm going to be sharing with you three very unconventional ways that I'm doing my goal setting a little bit differently this year. So if you've been following my goal setting paths for years, because this is, I think, my eighth or ninth year doing the Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets to help me in my goal setting for the year, I'm obsessed. This stuff is amazing. I can link to this in the show notes um, if you haven't yet seen it or if you want to snag one for the new year because it's amazing. This is the full year version. I'll tell you more about it in a minute. But I, of course, had to do my power sheets because if it ain't broken, why fix it? But I did come at them with a little bit of a different approach. And the break and the intentional rest that I took in the season of Advent was an amazing way for me to just make sure my heart was aligned with the Lord as I head into this season. So buckle up for today's episode. I'm going to be sharing all kinds of golden wisdom, hopefully, to serve you and your business and the rest of your year. Here we go. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned-out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so let's dive into this episode with a little bit of the backstory for what my season of intentional rest during the Advent season looked like. And I should, I guess, back up even further to I guess it was around Thanksgiving, Black Friday when I actually ordered the power sheets. So, if you know me, you know I was really excited to dive in, but I really felt the stirring in my spirit that I didn't want to just go from the season of grief that I was experiencing and had kind of exited. It had been a month since one of my best friends passed away. And honestly, I was still kind of not in a great place. And I was feeling a lack of clarity around not only how to determine what the heck I was going to want for 2024 or what I was going to do for 2024, but honestly, even in that next season, it's like my mind just went blank. And the way I describe it is I felt like I was just kind of in a mental storm, a fog of overthinking of just negative thoughts and maybe even a little bit of depression, if I'm being honest. I think my hormones as I enter in, i also turned, let's see, 43, 42. I don't even know, 42, somewhere in there. there. And so for me, I think this season is just a little crazy. And so I kind of cried out to the Lord and was like, I need you to show me the way because I feel so lost right now. And I felt him start in my spirit to basically take the entire Advent season off, if you will, not completely off. Like I was still available for my team. I did still do a couple of my leader calls. Uh, I actually worked hand in hand with some of the leaders on our uh, larger team to create some really cool systems that were actually rolling out tonight. Or if you're listening to this live, it's going to be having been last night. So if you're on my team, get excited about that. Um, so I, it wasn't that I completely took the last bits off, but I just, I, I did take off any sort of outside noise. I didn't listen to any podcasts or audiobooks. All I did was I did my Bible recap reading. And I did an Advent study from Well-Watered Women that I absolutely loved. And so between those two, the entire time, I was just so prayerful that the Lord would give me clarity on how to tackle something that you guys know I love, which is setting intentional goals for 2024 as we start the new year. So of course, our God is so faithful. And I'm so grateful because he not only gave me the clarity that I needed to be able to step into Setting my own goals, but also being able to confidently share them with you in hopes that they serve you in your business. But also, he really, well, he gave me my word of the year, which we'll talk about in a minute. And he really kind of helped me shape that a lot of the things that I'd thought about goal setting in the past maybe weren't the best way to serve me, especially in the season of my business. And so, I did my goals a little bit differently this year, and I cannot wait to share the three ways that I think that these small but unconventional differences can make a big impact for you as you hopefully set down in this year or this season to set godly goals for your business yourself. Okay, so the first way or the first difference that I did this year was instead of just picking a word of the year which again I've done for the, probably the last 10 years it's something that has served me so well in my business if you've never picked a word definitely do it but this year I decided to do something even I think more special and the fact that I tied my word to the word <laughs> meaning my word which is renewal is directly tied to Romans 12, 2, which says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but instead be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And then you will know the Lord's will, his good and pleasing and perfect will. And of course, I kind of paraphrase a little bit. That's from memory, probably merging together a couple of different <laughs> different versions of the Bible. So theologians, sorry about that. But that's basically what that verse is says and means to me. And there's a lot to unpack in it. And honestly, every facet of that verse kind of touches on every bit of this next year and this next season for my business, and I'll explain a little bit more why. So renewal for me, number one, is tied to something that I'm really excited about sharing a ton more about in this next coming year. Honestly, it might even be, well, I don't want to say the whole year, but it's going to be big. (laughs) So renewal is a book that I, it's one of the best business books I've ever read. It's by Brett Blake, and it's called Renewal for Field Leaders. And essentially what it talks about is if you're in network marketing, you can expect your business to have a curve where you've got your launch period, you've got your hyper growth, which, you know, is when it's like, oh, a ground floor opportunity, when things like seem to be going straight up and everybody's winning, right? Or not everybody, but the ones who are doing the things are winning then it it seems to level off a little bit and enters into a promotional phase where like a traditional business you might have 10 20% growth you might have 20% down month it's you know it's kind of doing this business kind of coasting along well what happens is people tend to get restless in that that season because there was that hyper growth they start to pick apart some of the issues that are going to be evident in any fast growing company and they again, they start to get shiny object syndrome, and then that leads to something called the shakeout, and that's when you might see a lot of leaders. And I'm going to put quotation marks around leaders, and that's not to, that's absolutely not to. I'm going to be very careful not to criticize anyone who makes a decision to move to a different company. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I have done an entire episode that I will share in the show notes on how to help you discern. Whether or, the, or not it's the right time to start, stop, or grow your network marketing business. So I have no judgment. This isn't geared towards a specific person or someone who's made this decision. I can promise you that. I want to be clear about that. But it's true that a lot of times leaders will not experience the same level of success that maybe they did because they might have either forced it there or they ran and burned out and then didn't do much in their business, fell a few steps backwards, Or maybe they built their business kind of on a house of cards, if I'm being honest, where they kind of forced or placed or funneled orders or things like that to to make them, you know, themselves like more inflated than they really were. And their business was not built on a solid foundation of systems and service. And so what happens is they think, oh, there must be something wrong with the company or the culture or whatever, whatever it looks like. And then they'll go jump ship and they'll go somewhere else. So what that does, and this isn't every company, okay, every single company, but what that does is it, it does make when certain leaders start leaving or people start to get confused or unclear about the future, sales can start to dip or decline. And this is usually about five to seven years into a network marketing business journey. And Brett Blake in that book has tracked, I mean, hundreds, I would say, hundreds of companies, like pretty much you name it, he's tracked it and he's been on the board's or been staffed by or consulted with dozens of some of the top companies and is even doing it right now after coming off of his big mission and being gone for a few years now on his mission. But he has seen that it is a fact that your business, your network marketing company will experience this. And so I believe, and I'm just going to say this, that Saint, our company, is in this season, okay? So if you're a Saint artist, I don't want you to be scared about this. I want you to realize that it is the accurate truth, if you will, and it's to be expected. And I'm actually excited about it because guess what comes after the shakeout? There's two different options. (laughs) The first one is decline. And that's when people get discouraged or maybe the company itself is not really based on a strong mission or purpose, or it's not really product focused. Sometimes things like Aren't necessarily pyramid schemes, which is basically just making money off of like the structure of other people, not based on an actual product. But as long as the product that the network marketing company is representing is a solid one, and as long as, again, the mission and purpose and the heart and vision behind it is, again, solid, it's up to the leaders and, of course, corporate. But Brett would argue that support doesn't always come in the way that leaders expect or they want. And so it, we are the field, we are the ones that are driving it, and we have an opportunity to have the alternative, which is what's called renewal. And let me tell you, renewal is something really special because after it starts to dip a little bit and you kind of, you know, get through the shakeout, you get some solid systems in place, you rally everybody around the chisel analogy that I'll get more into here coming soon, then guess what happens? Renewal takes you far and above and beyond the highest heights that you'd experienced. And all of the top companies, every single one, you know, whether it's Mary Kay, is it USANA, Usborn, I mean, every company that's been around 10 years or more, and and there's a ton of them, they have all experienced this, okay, every single one. And they've gone to being, from being like, where about we are, which is, I think about it, well, I probably shouldn't, which I will, of course, put our income disclosure statement in the show notes for you guys to look at for sure. But anyways, so wherever we are, I believe this with all my heart that we will experience renewal because we already have things in the works like these new systems and things that we're rolling out. And the things that I'm going to be sharing out loud with you guys on this podcast, which is amazing. And I believe that that will take us to the next level of business. And so Because I believe that with all my heart, because I absolutely love this product, I think it's amazing, I absolutely love this company, I'm going all in with that. And I invite you to do the same, whether you're on my team, whether you're a saint artist, or wherever you are, whatever company you're in, because you might be experiencing this as well, okay? So that renewal word is big for me when it comes to business. But it's also really big for me personally because I realized in this season of grief that I've got a little bit of mindset work to do myself. You know, again, I mentioned that I think I was even going through a little bit of a depression, which is is very much, I think, typical for someone who's going through a grief season of that. And I'm definitely going through some hormonal stuff for sure because it's affecting me in other areas. But this renewal and the transforming of my mind is definitely something that I want to work more on. this year because ultimately what i want most is i want to be able to better discern what the will of the lord is for me and for my life for my family for my team for my business for my time here on this earth before i hopefully join him in heaven and he says well done good and faithful servant so to me that's what my not just word of the year but literally word based on the word of the year (laughs) means to me so if you haven't already set a word of the year yet I encourage you to maybe go to your favorite verse in the Bible or just open your Bible and start reading and see if there's something that really pops out to you. Or maybe if you already have a word of the year or something that's on your heart or that's marinating, why don't you search in like a concordance or even just on Google and see if there's a a Bible verse that exists with that word that maybe can help you unpack it a little bit deeper. So The first tip or first way that I'm doing things a little different is not just having a word, but having a word based on the word that allows me to have something so much deeper to be able to resonate throughout all of the decisions that I make throughout this next season and the next year. Okay, so that's number one. Number two. And so this is actually interesting. So I was chatting with one of my top leaders that I I know I've said this before. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. Her name's Colleen. We will definitely be doing an interview here soon, sooner rather than later, I hope. But she, I sent her a little snapshot of my Cultivate what Matters power Sheets goals, like the overview. And she was like, Heather, she's like, I don't mean to push back, but she's like, I'm not seeing that these, these goals are very measurable. They seem like a little more generalized and I'll kind of do a little quick, you know, kind of overview of them and I'll read, I'll read them off to you guys because I think that that will help, help for you guys. And it's also good for me to kind of put it out there, you know, publicly for that accountability And as I read them, you might notice that, yeah, they can be a little bit general. But I'll explain the reason before I get into each one of them why the generalities or having a more, I would say, vision or mission or even like a feeling-centered yearly goal is what I have decided to do differently, or to use Colleen's word of the year, unconventional. It's a little bit unconventional, right? And so that I, I borrowed that word from her, by the way, for this podcast episode, because I think it's a good one and a good reason, and I know she'll love it too. But, <laughs> but anyway, so the reason I, or I, I should say the reason, the way that I was able to come to deciding on these annual goals is... The book that I read just prior to taking my break in the Advent season from listening to any audiobooks or anything was a book called Growing Slow by Jennifer Dukes Lee. And I mean, you guys, I cried through most of the thing. It was, it was so good. It's such a good book. I can link to it also in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's amazing, depending on what season you're in in your life. But she talks a lot, number one, about seasons. But also she talks about how we're all given essentially fields to cultivate in our lives. And there's different fields for every facet of our life, whether it be our family or our work or our home or our faith life. And I love Cultivate What Matters because it allows you to kind of assess all of those areas and break it down even further. But I, when I was looking at this, I it's like the Lord gave me this super clear visual of, and this kind of fits in with what I was picturing, I guess, as I was exiting that season of grief. And I don't know if you ever really ever exit that, but just feeling like I was emerging and needing to do something about it. It's like I felt like I was coming out of this, this like canyon or cave. And I was looking at this beautiful, beautiful land that had all of these fields and this stream and these mountains behind behind them. And it's like, I didn't know where to go. I was like, kind of, what is this? Like, I felt like it was kind of like the Lord showing me the promised land, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Where do I go? Like, do I go to the field and then climb the mountain? Do I, do I have to climb those mountains? Like, what's, what's happening here, Lord? And he kind of showed me through that book and and through tons of time in the word and prayer that each of those beautiful, and they're all different. It's not like they're organized perfectly, right? But each of them is a different facet of my life that might be in a different season of growth. So some of them might be where I need to sow seeds or plant seeds, or some of them might be areas where I've been sowing seeds and now it's time to reap that harvest, or some of them maybe need a little bit more watering or fertilizing, (laughs) things like that. And so I kind of analyze each of those different areas of my life. And I've talked on this podcast before that when it comes to business, I have three specific areas and, and I encourage you to do the same thing. So it's your me side of your business, which is what you can control. So that's your personal sales within your saint or any business that you're with your your personal company, right? So those are the things like you creating content on a platform or doing in person, like we talk about a lot here. But it's the, it's your personal business and how you want to run that. So that involves things like you know deciding whether you want to do the ignore strategy for for social media, the integrate strategy the influencer strategy, or the investment strategy. And again, go back and listen to previous podcasts if you have no idea what I'm talking about. There's lots of goodness, 100 and something episodes to dive into on all of this. But it's things like that, like deciding how you personally want to run your business. So that's me. Then them is your team. So that for me is definitely my favorite part of the business is being able to help other people win, which is a a good thing, I think. (laughs) Sometimes I can slip away from getting a little or get a little complacent with the me side of my business, which is why I kind of attempted to step that up last year by starting a YouTube channel and also, of course, finishing up my Scale Without Social era and growing my business without social media for the first half of the year. And so, so me, then them, again, is your team. And so this is where there's an amazing opportunity, you know, if you put in the hard work and effort. And again, every comp plan is different. You can check out our income disclosure because I'm not going to, I've got to be very careful not to spout anything that the FTC would get upset about. But, but check it out. There's an amazing opportunity within this business model to where it is possible, if you look with hard work and effort and, you know, years of all the things that you can, you can make an income off of a team. Okay. And so being able to intentionally focus your business on that is important. Okay. And then finally the we side for me, that means like if you are maybe you're in coaching or you are a podcaster like me or a YouTuber or you make income in some other way. And your network marketing business is maybe tied to that. So it's a way that you can think how can this benefit my people that are already following me or watching me or listening or or buying my courses or coaching or whatever. Like how can this product that I'm representing through my company, serve them and vice versa. And so for me, that's this podcast is that, like I can learn out loud with you guys what I'm going through in my business to where hopefully you can kind of learn by my mistakes, by my lesson and, you know, grow along with me. And it's just a way that I can learn out loud, if that makes sense. So in addition to those three kind of fields that I've already, I hadn't thought about them in fields until I read the book, but that's exactly what they are. I also, of course, have fields for my family. I have fields for my home, and honestly, I have like the fields of the rest of the world. As a you know, a disciple of Christ, we're called to go right, go and make disciples. Or really, the way it's it's worded is as we are going. So it's really an, about our everyday life. But I happen to love to travel, <laughs> and I love to go places, and that's also a key facet of the renewal process that Brett Blake outlines in his chisel, because yes, there's a roadmap or a framework for how to experience renewal in your network marketing business. And that's what we'll get into in future episodes. So buckle up for that. But for me, I broke it down kind of in, I mean, this is sort of like, I don't know what, what all is on here, but but like, it's kind of, if you can see this, if you're watching YouTube, but I kind of did the mountains and I did the fields. And then I decided like, what are the different areas of like m- cultivation or growth that they have? And so from that, my friends, that's where I came up with my eight, seven, not eight, seven yearly goals. And so there's room for eight on here. I just chose to do seven this year because those were the different fields that I feel that I've been called to. And that's the cool thing is you can you can look at the different facets and areas of your life. Like you might not have a we, right, side of your business. So, okay, without further ado, here are my Yearly goals, and you'll see that the reason they're unconventional or a little bit different is they're more big picture and then I'll show you but well, I'll go ahead and say that now that the way that they are meant to be measurable because whether you follow the smart um acronym, which is specific measurable attainable relative ours relative right, and then time bound, I love that cultivate what matters kind of does something similar where it's called it's blue it's like the balloon goal where where is it? Oh, there we go. Break it down little by little, on purpose, on a schedule, and measurable. So I love that this kind of naturally guided me through that process. For I did do the general ones, which I'll go over. But then what I did is I used their advice. And for each quarter or each season, I broke it down into measurable, either finish line goals, like I want to do this by this time. Or big dream goals, like, for example, one of mine is to, and it's also kind of a finish line goal because it's like there's a finish line where you can cross, but that's, I want a YouTube play button for my YouTube channel. And so that's a a big dream. And you're not going to see that on my yearly goal because that's not really what the goal is about, okay? But it does break it down further. And then the last one is habit goals. And so habits, big dreams, or finish line goals. And don't worry, they're in there. They're just not in there as the big picture. And here's one of the reasons why I think this is important is it can be really easy to be let down or feel like a failure. For example, if I were to say, if I were to put my yearly goal, get a YouTube play button. What's going to happen if I only have like, which is 100,000 followers, by the way, if I only have 2,000 followers? I mean, I hope I'm strong enough to realize that's not a failure, but I'm not hanging my hat on like this, this like intent or well it is very tangible i guess but the specific title or result if you will i'm putting it on tying it to something bigger with my purpose which i'll start with that one so my me goal for this year is to embrace and enhance my god-given beauty and gifts and share them out loud on youtube and so i'm actually going to be shifting my youtube channel slightly and i have a big announcement i kind of alluded to this in the last episode before i hit pause And on Monday, you'll see my kind of coming out episode (laughs) if you follow me on YouTube. But I have decided to embrace my grays, which aren't crazy if you're watching this right now on YouTube. You can see that they're just really subtle, but you can see them more in the last video that I did. And you can see that I've kind of got a little bit more darkness than my blonde. And so even though I'm only 40, what did I say? I am 42. I am going to just kind of transition that way. I don't exactly know what it's gonna look like and I'm gonna again learn out loud on there, but it fits right in with my mission of embracing and enhancing my natural beauty that I think our makeup does really well, which is really cool. But I'm also gonna be looking into some other really fun facets or, or expanding on things like my capsule wardrobe uh, or things like that, that that kind of fit in with that same mantra. And then again, learning out loud or sharing them on YouTube and really kind of doubling down on that platform to, to focus in and not worry about the rest, at least not in the not in the beginning, not in meaning like trying to repurpose the content or try to make it work for multiple platforms. It's like, no, YouTube is working for me. I love creating that like 15 to 30 minute content. It is bringing me additional me revenue in my business, which is exciting, and it's something that I enjoy. And so I'm gonna go a little bit more focused on that. But you can see, again, even though when I break it down into the season by season, which let me see if I can find that one here. Again, I won't necessarily show all the things. I do a quick glance. This is how it like breaks down. But I break it down into season one, season two, season three, and season four, just like it outlines. And that's where the measurability comes in. So you'll see season four get to 100K. And I did break that down further, like 50K season three, season two, which would be second quarter, get to 10K. And of course, in this next season, I hope to get um, across that that 1,000 <laughs> mark that I've been chasing, or that was my goal last year. And so, yeah, and there's lots more you know, in there, but that's just a perfect example of how I am breaking it down into a measurable way, but what's different is I'm tying it to something deeper. I'm tying it to a deeper purpose rather than some outcome or expectation that might even change come the end of the year, right? Okay, so let me give you some more examples. So... My them goal, I've already shared with you guys, that's go all in with renewal for saint and rate to artist X. So there's a finish line, big dream, if you will. But the reason that I want to do it is because I want to show that it works. I want to kind of put my, is it put my money where my mouth is? I'm horrible with analogies. But anyways, I want to be able to show and prove that by implementing these seasons, that this can work. And I want to invite you on that journey with me again, whether you're on my team and say or not, or in my company. I really believe in this, guys. And I think when you can manage, you can have the expectations and know what to expect in your business and then plan accordingly, especially with the Lord's blessing, which I he has made it abundantly clear that I'm here for a a reason and a purpose. And he has called me here. I'm going to remain here and I'm going to dig deeper. And I invite you to do the same thing. So that's my them goal. My we goal, this is a big one. So I am going to continue. So this is a sewing opportunity. Let me actually touch back on that. So me is, I am going to start, you know, kind of watering that a little bit more, I would say, you know, my, my YouTube business and, and really start to, to kind of cultivate that a little bit. Then I'm going to harvest. I've worked, I've had, I've been with the company for almost seven years and you know, it's been an amazing, I had by far my best year ever with St. I'm actually, our team is, is even growing a little, and we have, like, I've, I've had sustained growth, again, reference, I think I'm allowed to say these things, but <laughs> reference our income disclosure with that to see. However, I really t- truly believe that the work that we've done and that is working on the teams, which is what we're now rolling out to the entire, our you know larger team and hopefully even to the entire company, that those are things that can work for anybody. And for that reason, I really believe that our our business and our company is going to explode. And so I see that as, as a harvest, like, let's do this <laughs> at harvest time right? So then the we is still a sowing time, meaning I'm just here planting seeds. I'm planting seeds of faith maybe in your life. You know, this is a part of my plan to help go make disciples, right? Because maybe you're listening to this and you've never thought about some of these like faith-based principles, which I love, by the way, you know, or maybe you want to grow deeper or be able to align your faith and your business together. It's a way that hopefully the little things that I say, knowing that I'm not a pastor, not a theologian, just a believer who is very you know simple still i actually got called out by someone um recently for kind of incorporating the christian speak into my business and i'm like okay the whole purpose of a christian is is that we are believers in christ and we're saved by grace and i don't want you to look to me as your savior or your you know your ultimate upline if you will or anything like that i want you to look to the lord for that and i hope that everything i do points back to him And just like everybody that I've been reading out about in the Bible, I am a broken human too. So anyways, I'm just saying all that to say that this is all about sowing seeds. For that reason, I am not going to try to harvest or monetize anything from this podcast. I've been open with you guys before that that's something that I did. I've kind of wrestled with the entire two years I've been doing this podcast, but the freedom of letting it go to be able to just basically if I create things or like my courses, I'm going to put them out there for free. I'm just going to give them to you guys and be able to provide them for you, knowing that it hopefully can help you and serve your business. And then a bigger part of that is I'm going to be writing a book. So I am so excited, which, you know, I have all the imposter syndrome things when I say that, but I feel like this is a clear calling from the Lord. I've got the information in my head. I just need to make the time to make it work and sit down and do all the things. And I know that I can do that with with his blessing and I will do it. So write the book is another one. So that's me, them, we. Um, Some other ones is the go, um, which is get intentional with the travel to fertilize the soil of my fields. And so I'm going to look at my travel as an opportunity to kind of pour fuel on the fire, if you will, to a lot of the other initiatives. So whether it's my family goals, the travel will help cultivate that to make us more aligned. You'll see that's my goal there, or whether it's my saint business, you know, I want to really kind of intentional make connections and and kind of do double duty on if I'm, if I'm traveling to certain areas. So get intentional with that. Um, and then family is cultivate healthy habits for our entire family so that we can be more aligned on things like our health or what we eat or how we spend our time, how we spend our money. These are things that it's more habit driven. And it's a big picture vision that I have there. And then our home, I want to find contentment in our home I get a little restless because, well, that's another story for another day. But anyway, I want to find contentment and I want to make sure that I invest wisely in our home. So step one, I'm going to be investing in some new office updates. So maybe I can share a little bit of the journey of that as I go. But I'm excited about that. Nothing too crazy. But anyway, I have some plans and some ideas. So investing wisely with our home. And then lastly, which is actually my very first one, I just ended there because it's the most, I saved the best for last. It's the most important And it kind of helps with like the visual aspect. And that's my hymn goal, which is to look to God as the source or the visual in my head is when I'm talking about my fields and mountains and everything is he's the waterfall and the river, the water source, if you will, that provides for it all. And so it's really easy, especially if you're doing well in your business or when you have all these ideas that. From him to forget that that's where it came from. Uh, You know, again, that's where your money came from. That's where the ideas, that's where your team, that's where your people, that's where you came from. You were created on purpose by him for his kingdom minded purposes. And so we have to, first of all, look to him as the source of it all. And so there are ways. Of you know doing that, which mainly staying in the Word, being in community. I have an amazing Bible study, so those a lot of those goals are things that I when I say goals, I mean the broken down goals. It's actually a continuation of a lot of the things that have been working because again, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. And I found myself wanting to kind of like do like come up with shiny new things for that category, and I was like, no, like my faith is on fire, never been more on fire. Like, why would I feel the need to add? something that's already working like reading through the bible recap in a year or meeting with our bible study group every other every other week <laughs> every other week so there's some other little things in there like mission trips and things that i have on on there that i think are good but honestly it's just like figuring out like last year was a great faith year so what how can i do more of that and continue that process and celebrate those as just a big of wins as the new shiny things that i'm setting for my business Okay. Wow. Okay. I think this is getting long. This is a long episode. Sorry, guys. Hopefully it's worth it. (laughs) So I guess I'm making up for lost time here. Okay. So the third and final reason or way that I'm doing things a little bit unconventionally in this year is how I'm organizing my time or my rhythms or my routines, if you will. So, you know, I, as some of you guys know, Felt the Lord called me to wipe my schedule clean back in the summertime, I think it was, which then led me into the season of being the caretaker for my friend Emily, which then led into the season of craziness. And so the last six months, it's like, I've been like, what do I do with my time and how do I spend it? And so what I decided to do differently or unconventionally this time is I set a a basic rhythm or flow within my day and I leave a ton of margin for how the Lord can use that. So it's, I'm still being like providing intentional time to work or to write, but I'm kind of organizing the flow in a way that makes sense. And then in the work time, I'm organizing it even further. So here's what I'm doing. And hopefully, this will make sense. It makes sense to me, but I realize this is a little, little bit kind of crazy. But for me, I want to spend every day in the Word, start my day in the Word, right? So, Word is the W. And it's about 30 minutes is what it takes me to do my deep dive on the Bible recap. Sometimes again, that might go longer, and I don't want to allow margin and space to be able to do that. But start in the word, then walk. This is huge for me. My puppies, who you sometimes see in bouncing around in the background of my videos, I think they're passed out under the the bed here right now, which is because I walked with them this morning, and it's so cool because they're holding me accountable. Like who knew that my dogs could be the ones to hold me accountable? But every day, because they're creatures of habit. They come to me in my Bible reading. I got the cutest little video of them, like where they like put their head on me and they're like, is it time yet? Do we get to go walk? And we walk a mile. It's a, it's a mile walk around our neighborhood. And I let them decide. I kind of let them like, there's a, a way we can go that's on a little trail or there's a way we can go just on the main road. And I do bring my phone just in case something happens, but I don't listen to anything. I just look around at nature. I just think, I pray. I like, for example, this podcast, I was like, oh gosh, I was like rounding the corner and I was like, I need to organize that in my head. Bam, download from the Lord. Got it. And if we don't take the time to quiet our minds and listen to him, he's not going to like, I mean, he's probably telling us, whispering it, but we're just too busy talking or doing to listen to him. So, but it also touches on the fact, the walk, that it is a healthy habit that is aligning our entire family together. So it's a, you know, habit I've never done before, but it's working, you know, at this season of my life. I know it's, it's working all the things, my mental health, everything is tied to that beautiful mile-long 30-minute walk. So word, walk. Then it's write. So again, there's there's margin there, but write for me is intended to take just a little bit of time, little by little, right, to write the book or write this podcast, for example, whatever it is that I need to physically write out. Because uh, spoiler alert, the book is going to be based on the podcast. It's going to be a way to kind of organize all of these thoughts that he's given me and continues to give me in kind of a playbook, if you will, for network marketing leaders who want to run their business in the right way. And so, you know, really, for example, the downloads that he gives me on these walks, and then I immediately write, even if it's to record it on a podcast, then it's, it's a way that I can organize that and then put it in the written form later. I may or may not integrate that for social media at some point. Don't know. That part's still unclear. We'll we'll see. (laughs) We'll see about that. Okay. So word, walk, write. Then it's work. So I do work from home. My kids are in school full time. I have to leave about 2 o'clock to go pick them up if if it's my pickup time. My husband and I kind of trade off. And so usually that's about 9 to 2. Might be like on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I do Pilates now. Um, Love it, by the way. And so it might be that I work until about 1230, um, so like 9 to 1230. So it winds up being like two to four hours a day depending on the day. And that work time, I've got that margin in there. Again, if something comes to my mind or my heart, because I've realized that like if I try to put too much um, segmentation on my working time, it doesn't allow me to flow. Like I, I can work on a deadline, I can work with, you know, a routine, but it's like, I I need the space to be able to get it done. And so the work time is not very like, there's margin there, if that makes sense, as opposed to trying to divide it all up. I do have an idea that I will test out for a future episode on how to break that down. But because it's not something I've done yet and it's not something I'm I'm 100% sure I'm gonna do, I'm gonna save that for a later episode. But that's what I'm doing unconventionally is just creating some some, flow, if you will, like the waterfall. It's almost like, let's think of it as like a lazy river. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, whitewater rafting, if you will. You know, it's like I'm starting, you know, with the source of it all from from the Lord, you know, kind of going down that journey with him and then doing the work, the paddling, the, you know, the whatever that is of my business to then hang it up at 2 o'clock or whenever I leave to go get my kids and then spend the rest of my days focused on my family, if that makes sense. So it's like it guides me in through a, a flow, if you will. And so that's what's what I'm doing differently in terms of setting my routine or my rhythm for my week. So just to summarize for you guys the three ways that you can set some intentional purpose and vision-minded goals for your business in the next season or quarter or year, whatever, is number one, don't just set a word of the year, set a word from the word of the year so that it's a deeper tie to your life. Number two, when you set your goals, don't feel like you have to set some like tangible end game result, big dream, finish line, crazy thing as your main goal. Tie it to something that means more to you. Tie it to a bigger picture. Even if that takes you sitting down and spending hours on something like power sheets. I'm telling you, it's worth every bit of it to do it. It's It's been such a blessing the time that I've spent on it. And it does carry me through the year, especially when it's tied to something much, much deeper than just an outcome, right? So don't just set an outcome goal, but set something that's deeper. And then number three, when it comes to setting your routines and rhythms, and again, for you, I meant to say this, it might be that you work full-time and you only have 15. Well, hopefully, you have at least an hour. You can carve out an hour every day, even if you get up early, or you, you know, stay up late in those, those seasons, but every day carve out time to be intentional about the things that you're doing. Spend time in the word, you know, get out there and move if you will, and then find, carve out that time to work, but allow yourself space, do the work, but allow yourself space to be able to listen to him because I promise you, he will guide you and he will give you everything that you need. So I hope this episode is helpful for you guys. It's been such a blessing for me. And I cannot wait to learn out loud with you guys through the podcast this year as we enter this renewal season. And thank y'all for everything that you've done for the last couple of years of the podcast and for your grace and your patience with me on my Advent break. And I hope y'all all all have a beautiful week until next Friday. Bye guys. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review or even better share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen, sending you big hugs.